Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. I want to tell you a little story, okay? Um, I don't think you guys ever heard this, but, um, you know, I had, I had kind of a rough childhood. And I'm not trying to compare it to anybody's, but it was my experience. And um, my mom and my dad would always fight. And it was scary. And um, it was painful. Um, and then one day out of nowhere, he wasn't there anymore. And he left. He didn't say goodbye or anything like that. My dad just disappeared. And uh, it, it was so confusing to me. And I missed him. But there was no ceremony. No one said he was leaving. My mom didn't talk about it. And then um, years later, you know, I was just like 10 years old when he left. I was in high school. And I'm getting off the bus. I think I was in 10th or 11th grade. And this guy pulls up in a truck. And I recognize it as my dad. And um, at first I thought this is a great reconciliation. And uh, as I got to connect with him, I found out that he wasn't that healthy. And that, um, you know, I had a certain innocence about me and I knew the things that he was doing, that they were bad. And... uh, He got caught doing some bad stuff as well. And uh, I thought, man, this guy, he's so much trouble. He's not even worth it. And I cut him off. And um, I stopped talking to him. And I felt it was a good thing to do. You know, he's bad. He did all these things. I'm not talking to you. You you know, Um, I, I became a Christian somewhere in there. And I was coaching soccer. And I was with all these other college coaches and we were eating lunch together and uh the guy i coach with his father's there and he's a believer too and he looks at me and he says josh he said tell me about your father and so i like roll my sleeves up and i just begin telling this story of all the bad things that he did and how he failed here and he did this and he did that and i told him and i got done like he's gonna think this guy's such a jerk And uh, he hears me and he takes a deep breath and he looks at me and he says, well, Josh, the Bible says that if you don't forgive him, then God doesn't forgive you. It was like somebody punched me in the stomach. It's not that God was condemning me. It was the power of his truth. It was a prophetic word for me. It actually hurt me. And I I went home and I just began to weep. And I said, Jesus, I am so sorry that what you freely gave me, I wouldn't give to somebody else. I said, forgive me that I don't deserve this. And here they don't deserve it either. And I won't give it to them. And I said, Jesus, forgive me. I, I mean, I, I was really crying. And I said this, I said, give me a chance to forgive my father. I said, please give me a chance. I didn't talk to him like five years. And I said, Lord, and glorify it. 
He lived in Florida. I lived outside of Philadelphia. And um, two days later, I was working down by the airport in Philly, and I got a phone call. And um, it was my sister, and she said, Josh, can you pick Dad up? He's at the airport. I started crying at that very moment, and I said, don't call anybody else. I'm one of six kids. I said, I want to do it. And he was coming in like 10 minutes. So I got in the car, and uh, I just started crying harder and harder. And I found a parking spot. And it was like a movie scene. I sprinted from the parking spot to his baggage claim where he was waiting for his bag. And I ran up and I hugged him. And uh, he hugged me back and I said, Dad, forgive me. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, I did. I said, Dad, I don't care what you did. I want you to forgive me for not forgiving you. I said, forgive me for not forgiving you. You know, the Holy Spirit's job is not to convict you of somebody else's sin. It's to convict you of your own. And at that moment, it didn't matter what my dad had done. The only thing that mattered is that I didn't give him the gift that I got. And I held him on his shoulders and I made him look me in the eye and I said, Dad, forgive me. And he just cracked, started crying. And he said, Son, I forgive you. I forgive you. And I cried and he cried and we hugged for like 20 minutes. And 20 years of brokenness and pain got healed that day. And it's not, listen, it's not just, forgiveness isn't a law like that. It's a dynamic power. And suddenly I became best friends with my dad. And my dad who failed me, I was from my heart proud of who he was. I didn't think about what he wasn't. I just thought about what he was. And I call him on the phone like two times a week. You know, a funny thing happened. You know, this is how I got here. It was about three months after this, I got a concussion. And um, somebody sent me a check in the mail. I still lived in in Philadelphia area. It was for like $2,000. And they said, go take a vacation. And I got in my car and I drove down to my dad. And I had an encounter that changed my life forever. And one thing led to another. And I had a divine appointment in this church when I lived. I just visited for a day. And I got supernaturally called into the school in this place. And I didn't have a place to stay. And I said, what am I going to do? I have to go to this school. And then I realized the guy who confronted me about forgiving my father lived in Harrisburg. And I went and I knocked on his door. He lived all by himself. And he said, it would be my privilege for you to live here. Guys, I want to tell you about the power of forgiveness. It is so powerful. You can be a Christian and be in unforgiveness and not have the power moving in your life.
You know, Joseph had every reason. He had every reason to be bitter. His brothers betrayed him. They sold him away. He had every reason to have resentment. And then somebody set him up and falsely accused him. And he spent the youth of his life in a prison. But he didn't let the offenses of others be his master. He didn't get stuck in what they did to him. You know, when you get stuck in unforgiveness, you know what you do? You take over the script. You don't know what God can do. You don't know how God can use something bad to to use it for good. And I just feel tonight, guys, God wants to release the, the... dynamite power of forgiveness into your lives. You have no idea what it can do. You have no idea the might that can release to change not just you, but people well beyond you. You know, forgiveness is not weakness. Forgiveness is taking power over the one who betrayed you, over the one who hurt you. It is more powerful than the offense that got you. Jesus destroyed the enemy by by doing this. I forgive them. And he triumphed over them. And he set a whole world who failed him free. When God forgives, it's not subtle. It's confident. And I just want to tell you, you have the power to forgive. That you can draw a line in the sand and say, I forgive you. I choose it. And and the power of God is going to be released. That's what happened in my life. And it's not weakness. It's taking, it'll actually take authority over the situation. Listen, Jesus can take your offense and turn it into an offering. My dad's very failure became the catalyst for the transformation of my entire life. You are not stuck in what somebody did to you. You are not stuck. The power of forgiveness will flip the script. It didn't just change me. Listen, it changed my dad. It healed my dad. Paul said this, he said, anybody you forgive, I forgive. And he said this, he said, we don't want to be outwitted by Satan's schemes. You know, it's not that something bad happens to you. The danger is, is you get stuck in a fence after it happens. That's the danger in your life. Do you know how many failures God wants to use for sin in this room? Or how many failures from sin that God wants to use for good in this room? Do you know that it doesn't limit him? It doesn't disqualify you. What somebody did to you does not disqualify you. God needs, he takes ashes and turns them into beauty. You're not helpless. I, I gave 
a message like this like two years ago. And uh, listen, for six months, these men would come back to me. And they had horrible things. One was molested by his uncle his entire childhood. And he went to him in the nursing home and said, I forgive you for what you did to me. I forgive you. And the old man in the nursing home just began to cry. And there was a healing and a curse was broke in that family. Another one, his son was in jail. He hadn't talked to him for years. And he wrote him a letter and said, I forgive you. Don't let the mercy of God get stopped up in you. Listen, I'm not just telling you a story tonight. I'm giving you the very opportunity that that man gave me. Can you see it? I had to see that it was in front of me. That God was giving me a way out. Some of your stories are half over. You haven't seen what God's going to do with your father who failed you. In fact, God's just getting started. So here's my question. Who hurt you? Who's guilty? Who failed you? Who betrayed you? Who bullied you? God wants to put the power back in your hands. Say, don't miss this moment. God is in the room to do something mighty. You know, Beyond you. This this power of forgiveness that happened on the cross will go in every direction, down your family line, up your family line. But it's got to be personal. Who hurt you? Who failed you? And not even big things. You know, don't it says don't be ignorant of his traps, and that's offense. It's even small things. Who in this room do you have a grudge against? That's that's Satan's traps for you. Don't let his mercy stop with you. It was meant to go through you. I just feel like God, right now he wants to do it again. And you don't have to live in the pain. You don't have to live in the memory. You don't have to do it. That there, there's a way out. That there's a future. There's, there's a hope. There's a new story that God wants to release in your life. And I'm telling you, it is right here, right now. I feel it. God wants to set you so free. And he wants you to set others free. He wants you to give you the gift that Jesus is giving you right now. So I just, I just want you guys to stand up. Right? Just stay, stay with what God's doing in you. Stay in a place.
just going to ask the staff to come across the front. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just say God is making brand new beginnings, brand new stories. Where you think, oh, well, mine is a tragedy. No, it's not. Wait till God is done. Watch what he does. Watch what he does. I'm telling you. I feel like he wants to release so much gratitude. Some of you guys, you guys are going to get delivered from depression tonight. I feel like even people are going to get delivered from pornography because you think your problem is lust. It's not. It's unforgiveness. And it manifests in lust. So this is what I want to do. If in any way what I said touched your heart, don't miss this moment. Come up here. Find a leader and ask him to, to pray for you. Tell them your story. Tell them where you're at. Let him finish his story for you. Let his kindness wash over you. Let it wash over your family. Let it wash over, let it wash over you forever. He's got a good story for you. So come on up. You don't have to wait. This podcast was recorded live at our Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.